Here we go. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Oh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. I guess I'm getting the vibe here that a lot of people had these lofty dreams and no one lived up to them. I get that feeling, too. Oh, it's so good to laugh again. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Woo! Yeah! yeah. Mid-January. Oh, baby. At the halfway point oh, of finally, January. It's gray. It's dark. It's darker. I imagine if you were inside a goat, it would be lighter than this. It has been bleak and gray all month. Mm-hmm. But you know what today is? What's that? The most depressing day of the year. Yeah. The day that everybody dreads. The day that everybody hates. They always say, what is it, the third Monday of every January is the most depressing day. Yeah. And it also happens to be your birthday. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Congratulations, Garn. Your birthday is the saddest day of the year. That's a bad bounce for your birthday. Happy birthday to me. Oh, boy. Yeah, it does suck. Even as a kid... Growing up, like having a, a win- you have a winter birthday too. Yeah. And it, was it last year, the year before yours? I think co- we were the coldest city on earth or something on yeah. your birthday. Yeah. It was the coldest day of the year. <laughs> coldest day of the winter was on my birthday a couple of years ago. And it's like, on yeah. one hand, it's your birthday. So you're like, Ooh, let's this is go fun. out. But all you hear around the hallways is like, just people grumbling about what a lousy day it is. God, yeah. it's so cold today. Oh, today's the most depressing day of the year. If you could choose your birthday, though, like if you could swap birthdays, where what is when is the money birthday? I would probably push it forward because mine right now is in February. I would push it ahead a few months, same date, but in June. Okay. I think June is the money month for a birthday. I think you're right because even as a kid, you don't want to have a winter birthday, especially as a kid, you don't want to have a midsummer birthday because it's right in the middle of summer vacation. None of your friends are around to come to your pool party, but you'd also don't want a winter one. I think June 8th to about the 14th is probably the ideal spot for a birthday. It's perfect. People aren't booked up for summer vacation already. They're still around town. They can come sit with you on a patio or come to your pool party. Yeah, it's still really nice outside. Uh, And when you're a kid, at that point, school is just about watching movies. Oh, yeah. You're done all the hard work. Everyone's just thinking about summer vacation. So everyone's already in a really good mood. Oh, that's the sweet spot. I remember as a kid thinking, you know what would be the greatest birthday ever? Christmas Day. I used to think having a birthday on December 25th would be awesome, but you would just be invisible. Like you would just be a part of the background. Yeah. When you're a kid, you think that, oh, that means you're going to get twice the presents, but really, no, it just means that every present you get is Christmas slash birthday. Yeah. It's combined into one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That would suck. That's a bad one. Well, my, uh, one of my gifted children, she's born on December 27th. And that sucks hard enough. Yeah, that's cutting it pretty close. You're still in the blast zone there. Oh, yeah. She would never, like, we always make a point of making, not a big deal, but like when she was really little, we always did something big for her birthday. But she never had friends around to celebrate with. That was the sad part. Everyone's doing family stuff. Exactly. Oh, what a bummer. Winter birthdays, they suck. (laughs) 
Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Solving the world's problems one podcast at a time. Ah, Bryce, I'm a treasure hunter at heart. Do you spend a lot of time in thrift stores? I do, trying on used underwear. (laughs) (laughs) Did you know there are racks of used underwear in thrift stores? I I, did not realize. I thought that would be kind of the, uh, we don't sell these types of things. Nope. They're there. I've never thumbed through them. I don't feel the need to do that. But, you know, and again, maybe I'm fortunate that I don't have to do that. But there are used, there's used underpants in uh, thrift stores. There's also stuff in there that's worth, quietly worth a ton of money. And I love talking about these things on this show. Like, this is one of my favorite things to talk about, is the most amazing thing you ever found at a garage sale, a flea market, or a thrift store. It makes me feel oblivious because I'm not good at finding those things. I think you got a better radar for spotting that piece of treasure. Me, I just blow past it like a fool. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Just two guys watching the world go by. Uh, on Friday morning when I left here, I just, I've been on this kick here at work just trying to get rid of some clutter in my office. And on Friday morning, I boxed up probably, I don't know, 15 or 20 different trivial pursuit style games that have just been stacked up in a corner of my office here for the past couple of years. Because at first what we would do is we would thumb through the cards and we'd use a question or two when we were writing No Time to Google. That was back in the early days when we were still trying to get our trivia legs underneath us. We don't need anyone else's help anymore. So anyway, Friday morning, I stop at the uh, Goodwill over here on Gateway Boulevard and I'm dropping off these games. And just as I'm turning around to go back to my car, I can see another person walking towards the donation area with probably 10 or 15 puzzles that they were donating. And all I could think about, would I do a used puzzle? I don't think I would. What if you get to the end and there's a piece miss? What if people are not as meticulous about looking after their puzzles as you are? That would send me right over the edge. Oh, would you do a used puzzle? Somewhat related to, I was reading this morning, BuzzFeed put together, there's a, they put together this list of the best things that people apparently found while they were dumpster diving last year. That's always a hot topic on here. We love talking about super amazing thrift store finds. We love talking about things you found in a dumpster. But according to this article on BuzzFeed, somebody found an $800 coffee machine that was just really dirty, but somebody tossed it in a dumpster and they cleaned it up and it works fine. Uh, A bunch of MacBooks. Somebody else found $700 worth of wine. Somebody else reports 40 pairs of brand new women's fashion boots. And they're nice. I'm looking at the picture. Uh, How about you? Do you dive? Do you dumpster dive? This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Hey, uh, Bryce, you've been known to, uh, to puzzle. Are you doing any puzzles these days? I actually just pulled one out the other day. I'm getting it ready. I'm going to bust out one for uh, maybe this week. Okay, what what is the theme of this puzzle? I think this one is a DC comic one. Oh, okay. It still has the cellophane on the box, so like, ooh, okay, it, it's fresh. <laughs> it's a crisp one. So you know there's no missing pieces. I hope not. Would you do a used puzzle? No. And I, I, no, I wouldn't either. No. I'd be too afraid that I'd get to the end and there'd be a piece missing and... Worse, it'd be like an edge piece. Nobody wants to see a missing edge piece. No, it's infuriating. Yeah. I, uh, we did a puzzle last year, and a couple pieces my dog got, and oh. so it was our own fault. Like, I saw them, 
go into the abyss, never like, to be no. seen again. And just, it's so deflating knowing that, like, okay, we got to finish this puzzle, but I already know that there's at least two pieces missing. Oh, I would have arm raked that thing. He got him. He got him before I, I could. Uh, no, clapped. no, I They're, wouldn't have finished the puzzle. Oh, yeah. Just broom the whole thing. Because I was talking about, I, I dropped off some stuff on Friday morning at Goodwill and just the old trivia games that we used to use to write No Time to Google. Took them to, to a Goodwill and there was somebody coming in, like they were donating, I don't know, they had an arm, a stack of used puzzles. And this isn't a judgment against that person. I'm sure you took fine, fine care of your puzzles, but not everybody does. And I'd be afraid there'd be pieces missing. Somebody said, we're doing a used puzzle right now. We buy them from people in our community. Not sure I'd buy one from a thrift store, though. Well, what's the difference? Yeah, what is the difference there? The odds of missing pieces are just as high, I'd say. Uh, my grandpa would do used puzzles and lose his mind if there were missing pieces, but he would still offer those puzzles to the grandkids, but he would at least let us know pieces were missing. Okay, so you had a choice up front. Last summer, I was in Denver, and we were at this uh, brewery that it was called grandma's house oh yeah and it was decorated like a grandmother's house and full of games and puzzles and every single game and puzzle was missing oh. instructions pieces dice like they were missing everything yeah it kind of ruined the whole place for me what's the point of playing mousetrap if you don't have the little marble or the bathtub exactly it's yeah. worthless uh didn't you have a guy on a while ago that would dumpster dive for food i still get nauseous thinking about it yes we did um what was, I can't remember, but he would find food. Did he find meat and he talked about the meat he was eating that he found used? I don't remember this. I think I blocked it from my memory. Somebody else said they call it binning now, as in garbage bin, trash bin, dumpster diving is an older term. Well, thank you. That changes everything. <laughs> uh, anyway, we. this is all part of a topic. Like, what is the greatest thing that you found in a thrift store or a, while well, you were binning? last year. What is the greatest thing that you found? You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Somebody said uh, best item I found at Value Village was a La, a La Crusette. Am I saying that right? I think so. A La Crusette square skillet pan. It retails for $280. I paid $9.99 at Ooh. Value Village. Ooh, It Ooh. was very dirty with caked on grease. I don't know if I could get past that. It would uh, go through the wash a few times, I think. Took it home, scrubbed off all the dirt and grease, made it look brand new. I am very proud of this find, Jess. And you should be, Jess. Ten bucks for a La Crusette. Save 270 bones? Yeah, that's pretty good. The La Crusette things, uh, they look really fancy. I've heard a lot of great things about them. I would love to own one, but I don't think I can because <laughs> I believe they're called Dutch ovens. Yeah, one of the things they make is Dutch oven. The La Crusette Dutch oven. How do you... Okay. If there's anything in the world that needs a rebrand right now, it has got to be the La Crusette Dutch oven. They sure do. I'm sure the Dutch oven cookware was a thing long before oh, yeah, yeah. the other Dutch oven came mm -hmm. around, but uh, the other one wins. It's forever taken that name. How do you work in the La Crusette store in the mall and say Dutch oven 45 times a day and not just throw your hands up and quit? Because every time you say it to a customer, they're going to be like, <laughs> you said Dutch oven. <laughs> And then you have to pretend you don't know what a Dutch oven is. Oh. Whew. Yeah, they definitely need a rebrand. Uh, when I was a kid, we used to love to go behind the convenience store. We'd go binning for comics and porno mags. They'd have the covers torn off of them, but the important stuff, like the articles, were still there. Okay, good to know the articles were still there. 
Oh, uh, sorry guys, not with the times. What's a Dutch oven? Uh, okay. Uh, how to phrase this delicately? Are you talking now? Hang on, is the person there? Or can you text them back and can you ask? Are you talking about what is the Dutch oven when it comes to cookware, or something that happens in bed? Yeah, okay. Well, I can quickly explain both. A Dutch oven cookware is uh, something you cook. I don't know. Soup. Like you, it's, it's got you might a lid put on a, it. A casserole or something with a lid on it. Yeah, it's like a cooking dish with a lid on it, and it goes in the oven. Uh, Dutch oven in a bed is when uh, you okay. break wind under the covers. Uh huh. But then you <laughs> trap your significant other, other under under the said covers. Well, with that hot mess. Wow, it's just got super juvenile. Like we said, needs a rebrand. It sure does. Uh, somebody else said, best thing I found was a working Garmin GPS in a construction site garbage bin. The guys I worked with found a Bowflex once. People love to throw things in construction site bins. Yes, they do, don't they? Especially box springs. <laughs> a Bowflex? That's solid. All the wow. guys got, probably got jacked on that work oh, yeah. site afterwards. They probably kept it at the job site. Probably took every break on the Bowflex. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, hello? Uh, you were just talking about uh, Dutch ovens needing a rebranding. Uh, I got something else that needs a rebranding for kind of the same reasons. Uh, pulled pork. <laughs> pulled pork and Dutch oven. I'm on it. We, yeah. we need new names. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I won't eat that stuff just because of the name. Right on, Colin. You have a great day, okay? Yes, you, man. Okay. <laughs> Pulled pork. Oh, hang yeah, on. he's did... not wrong. Oh, did we hang up on... Colin, if you're still out there, will you eat jerked chicken? There you go. He'll eat, He'll eat jerked chicken, but he won't eat pulled pork. Interesting. And if you work at the pulled pork factory, are you a pork puller? This is a rich tapestry. It sure is. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, go ahead. Hi. Um, so you guys were talking about tricks or puzzles. I'm I'm of the age now where a good jigsaw puzzle is like my ideal Friday night. And surprisingly, the thrift store and garage sale puzzles are generally pretty good. Like people have a good moral compass about not passing on a, a defective one. But for Christmas, I got one for a gift that was factory wrapped, like shrink wrapped and pieces still in the bag. When I completed it, the puzzle was missing five pieces, but there were six extra pieces that were duplicates of other pieces in the puzzle. (laughs) So you got all thousand pieces. You just didn't get a thousand unique pieces. Yeah, I actually got a bonus piece, but it didn't fit. Wow. Okay. Does that make you reluctant to do puzzles now? Has that spoiled puzzles for you? No, not at all. It actually felt like, like, I don't know, like a, a, a treat to find something so bizarre. Hmm, okay. Somebody just texted while we were talking and they said, someone who loves puzzles should put an ad on Facebook saying that they will assemble any questionable puzzles for you to check and make sure everything's all there before you do the puzzle. Brilliant. No, genius. It's the Gar Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. But what is the greatest thing you've ever found for very little money? Somebody said someone was giving away their entire 2017 Ikea kitchen, cabinets, countertops, etc. for free. So I scooped that up, ended up renovating my 80s kitchen for free. Best deal I've found yet. That saves you a few dollars. You got to be handy, though, because you think 
I'm totally going to renovate my kitchen and I'm going to do it myself. But guess what? It's hard. Yeah, hanging cabinets yourself. If you have no experience, probably tough. Probably going to have to move some plumbing because <laughs> it's not going to line up. Uh, somebody else said, I used to manage a few self-storage facilities. The items that people abandon when they can't pay would surprise you. Tools of all kinds, snowblowers, lawnmowers, TVs, jewelry. Cleaning up one unit years ago, I found three coffee tins full of toonies and loonies over a thousand bucks. Ouch. Oh, nice. Okay, that's good. Who keeps coffee tins of full of money? In a storage unit. In a storage unit. I don't know. Don't you bury those in your backyard? And that is person living life just loosey-goosey. Uh, hello? Hey. Oh, sorry. Hang on. I want to grab this. Hi. Uh, I found some uh, side tables at VV, Value Village, at Christmas for 10 bucks. And I looked them up online, and they're worth like a 1000 Ooh! What are you going to do? Yeah. Are you going to flip them? Are you going to keep them? I'm going to flip one of them. Yeah. What are they? Are they teak? Are they MCM, mid-century modern? Oh, they're uh, 80s. They're brass and glass. Brass and glass, like probably came right out of the brick showroom back in 84. Uh, They're so beautiful. Oh, sorry. My daughter's really mad. Oh, okay. Um, What am I doing? I'm dropping you off at school. I love you. I love you too. Hey, Garner, I also wanted to give Bryce a hot tip. Okay. Uh, I don't recommend he has children, based on what you just heard, but uh, once he has a stroller, he can steal anything. I have heard this before, because nobody questions what you just put in your stroller. Well, yeah, and if they do, uh, mom brain, hello. Hmm, Okay. So, Bryce, first of all, don't have kids. Okay. That's what she's laying down. Okay. Second of all... I should write this down. (laughs) Just go get yourself a stroller if you want to continue to steal from grocery stores. (laughs) I'm not saying that Bryce steals from grocery stores. But someone I live with may have accidentally stolen toilet paper. Yeah, she didn't know that, though. It was on the bottom shelf of the... Not the shelf, the bottom rack of her grocery cart. Yeah. And then what do you do? You get all the way home. Do you go back to the grocery store and pay for the toilet paper? Sometimes it's good just to feel a little bit alive. Yeah. Anyway, uh, back in the early 90s, my mom found an antique Steef teddy bear for a few dollars. She thought it might have some value at the time because she was a collector, but it wasn't until we sent the info to Sotheby's that they confirmed it's likely worth between two and three thousand dollars. Oh my god! How do you, am I saying that right, Steve or Stife? S T I E F F. Ooh, that's insane. My mom found a vintage Hudson Bay blanket at a garage sale worth about fifteen hundred bucks. Paid twenty. Some of those old Bay blankets—they're worth a lot of money. I don't know which ones it is that you're supposed to look for. Is a blanket worth $1,500 just keep you warmer? Is that the thing? I was watching an episode of, it was the very first episode of The Bear. You watched that, right? I did, yeah. So he needs to generate some quick cash and he sells his vintage jean jacket. It was a Levi's jacket. I can't remember what he got for it, but I started reading about vintage Levi's. Big E Levi's, those are the ones you want where there's a capital E in the little Levi's tab. And... Does somebody collect jeans out there? Does somebody want to talk about collecting Levi's? I'd love to know about this. How do you get into the jean game? Well, I don't know. I Googled it and I went down the rabbit hole hard. But apparently there's not a lot of that stuff out there. It's like 
the genes from before 1970 or something, they're all gone. Huh. They're all spoken for. Huh. The more you know. But I'll still look. You're listening to the Carter Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, this person says, I was just in Hawaii over Christmas, found myself in a thrift store. I found a brand new pair of size 12 dress shoes for $6. They were worn once for a wedding. I looked them up, found out they were worth $300. Nice. I hope you're wearing those shoes right now. Uh, how about you? What's your story? Hi. Yeah. Um, so a couple years ago, um, I was cruising find at like local vet store, and um, I came across these two like Picasso prints. Um, and uh, I was like, oh, I really like those, and I was just going to buy them um, for my house, and they were 75 bucks each. Um, and <clears throat> I ordered them online for pickup. When I got there, um, they were, like, much bigger than I was expecting. Um, my daughter was four at the time, and they were taller than hers. <laughs> so I think three and a half feet tall. Uh, I could barely fit them in my car. But anyway, as I was looking at them, uh, they are like... It turns out they were like super high quality prints and um, and they're lithographs and I mean the smaller ones go for almost a thousand bucks each so <laughs> I think they're worth something. <laughs> Did you sell them or do you still have them? I do, yeah. I've displayed them in my house. One of them went over my fireplace and the other one's in the piano room. So a quick shout out to Find. That is a fantastic store. I love it there. I bought so many things. I was here. I heard that other lady with the glass and brass uh, side tables. I actually ended up buying um, a mid-century modern uh, coffee table from there as well, and I paid, I think, like 50 bucks or something like that. But it's worth, like, they find the most amazing things there, and it's, uh, it's, I was able to find it online. If I restored it, it would be worth quite a bit of money. So yeah. they've got awesome stuff. It's like I'm getting to that age in my life now where I hear that, you know, brass and glass side tables from the 80s are now with... I hated that stuff in the 80s, and I still do. I will never be able to take it seriously. You know what? I can't believe that the things we grew up with are now considered vintage. Yeah. Listen up, young treasure hunters. Don't try and convince yourself that brass and glass is pretty, and it's a beautiful furnishing to have. It's not. It's hideous. It's hideous. Stop paying top dollar for it. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, Amazing thrift store finds. Holy crap, there's been some good ones this morning. This one makes... I I have follow-up questions. I was at a friend's place one day. We were talking about me needing a new grinder for breaking down food for me. Okay. Hmm. We went to an antique shop later on. I found a grinder for $12. I looked it up when I got home. It's worth $1,800. $1,800? Vintage butcher shop meat grinder. Wow. Works amazingly. It's even in my will. (laughs) Wow. Why why do you... uh, See, that's... Those are the things I love. Because you wouldn't know. You and I wouldn't know that that grinder is worth it. I would look at a vintage meat grinder and I would just go gross and I would walk right by it. Yeah, I would think $12 is too much. Yeah. And it ends up worth 18 It's now in their will? Oh, you want to hear about another $12 purchase? Uh, my brother bought a pair of Air Jordans at a garage sale. They even came in the original box. Looked like they'd never been worn. Wow. He paid $12. Sold them to a collector for $1,500. <sighs> Some wow. good return on investment. I got to learn more about meat grinders, and I got to learn more about Air Jordans. Who knew there was so much money in, well, I knew sneakers, like, shoes could go for a lot. Yeah. The meat grinder thing is still kind of blowing my mind. Okay, I'm going to read up on those. I just love that it, 
it's in their her will now. Yeah. Like, that's awesome. I think now, now I'm thinking, like, what would I put in my will? I got nothing. I got garbage. I need to know why you need to grind your food, though. I need to know that. That is a peculiar uh, Maybe that's too personal detail. a question to ask. I don't know. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast stay in the dumpster behind the building in the rail yard. Classy.